Hey everybody, welcome to the Johnny Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Miller. Numero episode, what it? Trace. Trace. Ooh. Now we're getting up there in the the old Espanol language. Yeah? Doing alright? How'd you like episode 12? Was it good? Did you like it? I got some great feedback on it. A couple of people were like, hey, I like the way you had the little music thing in betweens. Stuff like that. But yeah, David C. Wingfield, great guy. <clears throat> Actually had this, ep- well, I don't know if it was going to be this episode. It was going to be one of the ones, either this one or the next one, where I had another friend of mine who I recorded with, and which we are in studio. Norm is here. But we're not we're not using the the sexy equipment, which people have said to me it sounds fine, but I don't know. But I have some equipment repairs going on, so right now we're just kind of doing this. Which, if I'm having guests, I have to record this way anyway, so I'm kind of getting used to it. It's a work it's a work in progress. You know what I mean? For instance, there's people out there podcasts that I listen to. They have 800 episodes, 1,300, 1,400 episodes. I'm on number 13, people. So, to the people who are listening to me, I want to say thank you very much for for being involved. And I appreciate it. Now, uh, Kathleen on Twitter, yes, I did. I did not do my normal charity Shout out that I do at the end, that I normally do at the end of episode twelve. Sorry, um, but yeah, support. So I'll just do it right now. Support your local charities. Uh, Feeding America, no, no kid hungry. Obviously, great one, and Wounded Warrior Project, great one as well. But uh-huh. as I always say, there's a listener support button. Give me a couple bucks. It'll help me with my production. Uh, And that's the way it is. So I'm on a budget. But I'm doing this the best that I can. So, you know, I I know that the audio got a little wonky on with uh, David, with Mr. Wingfield. But still, still a great time. I still had a great time talking to him. It was awesome. And then uh, I recorded with this other guy. It was a great interview. It was a great talk. Like, it was so good. Like, it was so amazing. But at the same time, it... Once I got into... Well, as I say in Hollywood, post. And once I got into the the whole post-production thing, just wasn't... Just wasn't good. And I I felt so bad. Like, I... I texted him. And, you know, I had talked to him before, but I texted him. I was like, dude, this is... This is, I mean, that was a, he even had texted me after we'd hung up. Like we literally <coughs> got off this stupid tree. We literally got off the interview and he texted me and I've known this guy since like 1998. Like it's been a like very long time. And he texted me like literally like two minutes after we got off and he was like, man, that was awesome. Thank you. And then I sat there and I started listening to the audio and I was like, it, it's, you know, it's fucking garbage. It's fucking garbage. Like, I could have put it out there, 
but I would have literally had to explain to you guys in uh, the intro that like you know this okay it's not gonna be that good but but there was a couple times where it just it cut out and it just wasn't so um anyways I'm working on fixing that kind of stuff and I think what it I, I well, I'm pretty sure I haven't figured out why it happened but yeah um but yeah it, it sucked but anyways I got him I got him coming back we're gonna rework it uh, re-record it. Uh, I'll probably even ask him different questions. I don't know, but um, he's a good dude. But I am recording another guest tonight. Well, tomorrow night. Tonight, yeah. However you want to say it. I'm, it's, I'm up very early in the morning, so I guess technically it'd be tonight. But I'll probably sleep between now and then. So it's tomorrow night. <clears throat> um, anyways, so how are you? Yeah, we got that to look forward to. But I wanted to put out an episode just to kind of, you know, as a as a as a bump, a bumper between the between the two, right? So um but yeah, but yeah, I appreciate all the all the feedback on everybody. I, I a lot of people had a really good time with uh, David and the one before that and Ness. I know I'm not doing the studio stuff like I said. I don't know if I did or not, but I got I got stuff on the way. I got stuff on the way. We're getting it fixed. But luckily, as I say in my commercial, you can uh, you can you can actually record on the Anchor app, which is how I record with guests and it's okay. It's fine. I like it. A lot of people say it's okay. I don't know. I don't lose my sponsor, so I should probably shut the fuck up. Anyways, <coughs> stupid trees. One thing I want to talk about first is something that I've been seeing online, and it is the Mubi's Meal Kits. So, anybody who knows Kevin Smith movies, right? You know who Kevin Smith is. You know, the movie guy, made Clerks, Clerks 2, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob. Okay, I'm not promoting the guy. He doesn't need me to. Um, he did this thing where in Hollywood, it's in West Hollywood, it's on like Santa Monica Boulevard or something like that. I've been there. Probably driven right past that location. Not when there was a movies there. I've not been out there in years. Decades probably. But um, he alright, so they have this fast food joint in the movie. Movies. Called Moobies. Moobies. M-O-O-B-Y apostrophe S. Now, he has it. It's called a pop-up. I don't know. Looks more like a more of a permanent place, if you ask me. It's just, it's got decorations in it and everything else like that. I don't know. When you're, when you're rich as fuck, I guess, you know, you can pop up all over you, you know, whatever you want. <clears throat> But he, um, he has his movies, movies, movies. It's got a big cow on it. It's got, yeah. Anyways, he's got this thing. So he started this restaurant and he did it and it's called a, it's, he's calling it a pop-up. But they have this thing, which you can order from gold, gold belly, goldbelly.com. 
And I'm not going to order it. I live in Virginia. I'm not going to order it. This is in California. It's They say you can get it delivered anywhere in the country. I'm too much of a well-trained chef. I don't say chef. I'm a cook. I'm just a shitty line cook. But I know about enough about food safety that I'm going to go, mm-mm, no. And it says you can get it August 11th. But I'm not I'm not doing that. So, it's 79 bucks. And it's uh it's it's so each so the the burger you get is called the cow tipper. Is what their their big their big burger is uh, in the movies and stuff like that. And they have other stuff, but you can yeah, but it's 79 bucks. You get 12 patties, uh six buns, uh, special sauce, onions. You can also get a vegan version of it, which I'm like, well, it's not too bad. And uh, Thousand Island dressing, which of course, that's you know, it's seven nine bucks. So here's the thing: I live in Virginia, so I know that I have a couple of people, at least a couple people, who are living out more West Coast side. I need you to get this. Am I going to pay you back? Mm, no. Sorry. But but what I will do is if you get this and you um, eat it, I will have you as a guest on the podcast while you eat it. Now, granted, I don't like <clears throat> listening to people eat on podcasts. I did. I even, I even tweeted to Burt Kreiser and Tom Segura, Two Bears, One Cave. I know. I'm just saying. Like, they, they're they always eating stuff on that show. And I was like, dude, you guys should get this. Let everybody else know how it is. I, the thing is, I don't even care. I just want to know how it is. That's all. It's a curiosity thing. It's, it, you know. But if you get it and um, you're not a famous comedian, <laughs> I will, uh, but I, I will have you on the, on the podcast somehow, some way. And we'll give you, you can do a review of the the actual, the the Mubi's meal meal kit. So, it, I mean, it looks decent. It looks pretty good. I don't know. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> whenever they show pictures of something, it's, you know, on like TV. If like fast food, it's obviously fake shit. But, um, wow, what is this? <coughs> Stupid trees. Oh, you can do a Nathan's hot dog meal kit? What? $109 plus free shipping. Well, I might be... I might know what I might be doing soon. Mm-hmm. Nathan's famous as an American tradition serving the guests... Serving guests the flavor of New York. It's from New York. It's a hot dog. With memorable, craveable, and Instagrammable. When did that become a term? Yeah, it's like Facebookable, it's Twitterable, it's Instagrammable, it's run home and tell your mom. What the fuck? What the fuck ever? Jesus Christ! Food for more than one hundred years, from world famous hot dogs to fresh Angus Angus Anguish. What was it? Anguish Angus beef burgers, premium heroes, hero, and golden crinkle cut fries. 
Huh. I, do you want some? Are you buying? You want you want one? Alright. Just saying. You want the fries or you want the No, because you always eat my fries. And then you don't want anything else. Alright. Anyways, Norm's saying hello everybody. Alrighty, so uh <laughs> where am I at? Jeez Louise. I know I'm trying to do that. That's what I'm gonna have. Okay. Um, one of the things, okay, this is one thing that's been bothering me lately, people, all right, all right, because you, cause you, you, you know, you tune in to the Johnny podcast, because you want, you want to hear some facts, some whatever, you know, you know me, I, I don't, I don't want to sit here and put fiction or bias or anything like that, I don't really talk politics, I have at times, through my comedy career, through whatever else. But it's also one of these things where I'm getting sick and tired of people who sit there, and I have family relatives who do it. I have friends that I've been with, friends with on, you know, for years through different ways and measures. I'm not sure that's a term, but anyways. Uh, <coughs> and they have put on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I'm not really on there, but a little bit. But they have decided that they're going to post every single thing that they think represents how they feel, yet they have no goddamn clue of what the actual facts are. And yes, I am pointing at the wall as I'm telling you this. It's, you know, it. it's one thing, you know, you want to sit there and believe your facts or your, your opinions you know, whatever you want to do. But get your facts straight. Come to the table with facts. Don't sit there and just go, well, so-and-so did this, and so on, and blah, blah, blah. And you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. I said it. Jesus Christ, people. <clears throat> one of the ones that I saw lately was where... A person had posted that Joe Biden spent eight years in the White House. In the White House. Yeah. He was the vice president. Obama lived in the White House. Yeah. I'm just going to let that sink in. I'm just going to let that kind of like smolder into your brain. And you're going to be like, <laughs> I want to pull over and, you know, kick a cat or something. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Somebody posted a meme that said, Joe Biden. And I'm not I'm not saying vote for Joe Biden. I'm not even saying that. It's the it's the facts. It's the facts, people. This is what my problem is with politics and opinions and people in America right now, is that you sit there and you post the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life, and it's you. It's your name that's on the social media website. It says so-and-so and so-and-so, and then you post something so stupid as to say Joe Biden spent 
eight years in the White House, how do you think he's going to do anything as a president? He wasn't in the fucking White House. You fucking moron. All you morons. Moron, the person who shared it. Moron of the person who made it. Ugh. <clears throat> Fuck that. Quit sharing dumb shit, people. Read. Read a little bit. <clears throat> you know, there's times that I'm sitting there and... You know, I'm sitting there. I have my phone and I'm reading. But you know what I'm doing? I'm reading. I'm not playing fucking... What's a Candy Crush? I'm reading. The internet is an amazing type thing. It's all the information you could ever possibly get. Just fucking read something. Check your fucking facts. Joe Biden was never in the White House for eight years. You dumbasses. All right. So. Whew, rant done. Jeez. Is this a comedy podcast? I thought it was... Holy shit, this is getting violent. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's, uh, okay, so, Vice President of the United States, and what powers does he have? So, the Vice President of the United States is the second highest officer in the executive branch of the U.S. federal government after the President of the United States. Eloquently said. And ranks first in the presidential line of succession. The vice president is also an officer in the legislative branch, which, of course, come on, class. You have the legislative, the judicial, and the shit. What's the other one? <laughs> the, the, what's the one? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, legislative, judicial, and the executive yeah, it's, yeah, something like that. He's, um, as branch of the president, in this capacity, the vice president is empowered to preside over Senate deliberations, but may not vote, except, except. So basically, the, the guy can go and he can talk about what the fuck he wants, but he does not vote in the Senate, except to cast a tie-breaking vote he also presides over joint sessions of Congress. So, you know, when the president wants to come in and talk a bunch of shit, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a picture of Biden. I don't. Oh, uh, all right. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. So the president picks the vice president, right? That's how it works. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. Uh, years ago with Sarah Palin. I don't know why, but I'm just saying. She could have, you know. One of the most, uh, one of the least qualified people to ever be in any form of governmental office ever. Whatever. Yeah, that's, you know. <clears throat> but the vice president, oh, by the way, this is on Wikipedia. Did I mention that? All right. Just quote my sources. The vice president is indirectly elected together with the president to a four-year term of office by the people of the United States through the Electoral College, which is a joke. It should be straight-up votes. This fucking Electoral College shit's got to go votes. You know? 
330 million people, 250 million of them vote. You win a certain amount. The other person, you know, wins a certain amount. You win, you lose. That's the way it should be. This electoral college shit is bullshit. I mind going into that. You know, I'll say that for another episode. Um, but basically, yeah. So that's that's what the vice president does. He doesn't do shit. He literally... So roles of the vice president. Although delegates approved establishing the office with both its executive and senatorial functions, not many understand the office. <clears throat> and so they gave the vice president few duties and little power. Only a few states had an an analogous hmm, okay, position. Among those that did, New York's constitution provided that the lieutenant governor shall by virtue of his office be president of the Senate and upon an equal division, <coughs> excuse me, um, have a casting vote in their decisions. As a result, the vice presidency originally had authority in only a few areas. The present day power of the office flows primarily from delegations from the president and Congress, as well as through constitutional amendments. So basically, what this is saying is that your stupid fucking meme that you put on Facebook that said Joe Biden was in the White House for eight years and didn't do shit is basically full of shit. Yeah, I'm going a little bit of a tirade because I'm tired of this crap. Ugh. Goes on. As the framers of the Constitution anticipated that the vice president would not always be available to fulfill this responsibility, the Constitution provides that the Senate may elect a president pro tempore or president for a time in order to maintain the proper ordering of the legislative process and proper ordering of the. Le- no, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, since the early 20th century, the president of the Senate rarely presides, nor does the president pro tempore. Instead, the president. Pro tempore, pro tempore. I don't know how you say that. Regularly delegates the task to other Senate members. Yeah. So basically, he's like, all right, I'm not like the, you know. Now, here's an interesting thing the vice president gets to preside over impeachment trials. Hmm. Very interesting. Now, this is, and I'm not saying this is anything. You know, uh, Bill Clinton was impeached. Trump has been impeached. And if you say he wasn't, no, he has. No, he was. They both were. So, the vice president gets presided with. But that's his, that's his dude. Now, here's the thing. Why would they not, why would the vice president not want to have the guy gone? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to step up and run this shit, yo. So, as president of the Senate, the vice president may also preside over most of the impeachment trials of federal officers. However, whenever the president of the United States is on trial, the Constitution requires that the chief justice of the United States must preside. So, there you go. That's where they kind of took it out. Because you would think, yeah, I mean, how much of a deluge would that be? That'd be some shit, right? Vice President's like, man, he totally did something wrong. And then, dude's out of there. And he's like, nay, I win. So this stipulation was designed to avoid the possible conflict of interest 
and having the vice president preside over the trial for the removal of one official standing between them and the presidency. So, but um, what, what, what that does, though, is that in contrast is that it's not stipulated which it doesn't stipulate which federal official presides um, when the vice president is tried, which is kind of weird. Um, so, like, basically, if they're trying to impeach the vice president, it, there's no clear-cut thing on how they're going to do it. Some people say it's the uh, the chief justice. Oh, it's a weird... Oh, well, hold on. Let me see if I can read here. Um, thus leaving it unclear whether an impeached vice president could, as president of the Senate, preside at his or her own impeachment trial. The Constitution is silent on the issue. Huh. <clears throat> so, anyways, dipshits who want to, uh, anyways, dipshits that want to sit there and post about how somebody was in office of this and somebody did something like that. Know your facts. Check your politics. You're, you're looking like morons. Hopefully I did not. Just, <laughs> but no, I mean, at least I looked my stuff up. You know, I'm not trying to sit here and just go, oh, well, this is the thing. Joe Biden was not in the White House for eight years. Obama was. I think he did a great job. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I thought Ronald Reagan did a good job years ago, looking back on it. So you, you want to say it's a Democrats, Republican thing? You idiots. Bunch of asshats. I sit there and read memes and all kinds of shit all day that people are sitting there going, oh, well, the Republicans are doing this and they're going to make it all over. And then other people are posting memes like, well, the Democrats are tearing down the country, but they're going to make it. Hey, shut the fuck up. Check your fucking facts, people. And I know, I know this is a tirade, tirade filled kind of a episode. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of it. Check your fucking facts. Check your facts. And that's the thing. You know? Don't believe everything you see on social media. You got the fucking Russians and the Chinese and all kinds of people promoting all whatever. Ugh. Learn a thing or two. Read. You know? The internet is an amazing thing. And no, don't... You know, but read stuff that's, uh, you know... What's the accountable? You know, don't just sit there and oh, and this has this and yeah. Okay, that was it. I I know. Thank you, <laughs> Norm. You know, I had somebody made a comment on a on a Twitter or something, <clears throat> and then that stupid stupid trees. They made a comment about how Norm and my relationship started out a little bit uh, kind of tumultuous, I think is how they put it. And it was where he would beep and I would call him shit face and everything else. But now I I love the guy. I love him. He's my little... Yes, he does work. He just beeps for some reason. and But he has timely, timely beeps. And uh, I don't know if you saw the picture. Check out the uh, the Facebook page where we talk about Norm. Or I talk about Norm. I have a picture of him with his name tag up there. So if you go on the Facebook page uh, or on 
I think I shared it on Twitter. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I think I'm going to retire him. I think I'm going to get a new smoke detector. And he's going to be here with us. And uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? You think we should do it? I'm going to I'm gonna take him down. And we're going to take him, you know, we're going to do stuff. We're going to take him on vacation. Maybe take him out fishing. And maybe I'll put some videos up and stuff like that. But... He'll always be in the studio, but I think I might, I think I might retire him. He's been, he's always been up there for a while, so, but he's, yes, yes. When I first met Norm, I was trying to do all this stuff. Yes, it was kind of like a, but now it's a, it's, you know, as you just heard, he had a great, he had a great moment right there. And, uh, that's why I like him, so. All right, so let's do uh, where am I at? Son of a gun. It's not so easy to just look at 29. I I know I'm always like, I'm not doing a long episode. I'm really not today. I'm I'm just, I got up this evening, whatever. <clears throat> um, so let's do, uh, no, I don't want to talk about the differences between communism and socialism because that's going to take too long and um, most of you people probably don't want to hear that but also it's it's just too complicated but I do want to talk about it at some point because so many people out there this is one thing that's what I'm saying with your memes and all your other shit get your fucking facts straight people what's communism what's socialism do you get a government check do you not get a government check? Mm. Hmm. Who are you going to criticize? Anyways, let's not do all that. What I wanted to do was, so, I'm going to do this. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to get out of here. Got another guest recording tonight. Going to record, re-record with my other guest from the other day. Going to hopefully be able to bang out another one of these. And then I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take about a week off. And I'm just gonna relax, which I know I don't <laughs> I don't post all that frequently as normal as I should. I know my episodes are kind of hit or miss, but you know. But I'm just saying I'm just I'm gonna take a week off, and I'm I don't know I'm, I I might record if I go on a little vacation I might, I might record. I might give you a little something from the road there. Only be from the road. It'll just be on vacation. Won't be from like a, a comedy road. But anyways, what a lot of comics are doing is they are doing shows, and I think it's great. They are doing shows at drive-ins. Um, people like Jim Gaffigan, um, Burt Kreischer. I know, talk about him. But all these people are doing. I mean, all these people are just doing these these drive-in movie theaters. Um, Shows my friend Aaron Jackson's doing outdoor shows. By the way, Aaron, if you hear you hear this, you you're more than welcome to come on my show. She is uh, she's amazing. But anyways, so what it got me thinking was Dagan. I haven't done my that's my first Christopher Walken reference. I know it's crazy. Um... So, what is the history of drive-ins? History of drive-in movies. Then we're going to get out of here. I got to go do some stuff. Um, 
like I have anywhere to go, but yeah, I still have stuff to do. So, history of driving movies. It was on, it was uh, 1933, Richard Hollingshead opened the first theater for the Auto Bound in Camden, New Jersey. People said paid 25 cents per car as well as per person to see a British comedy called Wives Beware. All right. Under the stars. The concept of showing movies outdoors wasn't novel. People often watch silent films on screen set up at beaches and other places boasting an abundance of sky. We have a lot of sky. Do you want to watch some movies? Because I have a lot of sky. Come on. Come on. Get, come get some sky. It's only 25 cents a piece of sky. Uh, however, it took an auto parts salesman such as Hollingshead. Oh, didn't know that. To see the genius in giving a car-loving society one more activity that they could do in their vehicles. Now, this is the thing. <clears throat> and and I understand. But this is the thing. I, and my parents used to... I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how my brother was born. Was the... <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying, though, is that, you know, to to go to a movie. All right, so you drive... And then you sit, all right, so we've all been on long car trips, and you're sitting there, and you're like, okay. and But you're sitting there, and you drive to a place, and then you set up in your car, and then you just sit there in your car. You're sitting in your car, watching a movie. Like, the point is, you drive to the movie theater. You get out of your car, and you walk into the theater, get your Twizzlers, your nachos, your popcorn, whatever, Right? There you go. Well, I I haven't had nachos any time I've ever been to the movies with my wife because she always wants popcorn. But I, when I used to go by myself, which I did, I got nachos, extra jalapenos, and and some milk duds. I know it's a crazy combination, but it's, it works. But point being is, you get out of your car, you go into the. So I never really understood the, the the process of the. The car thing. So, anyways. But I do think it's a great thing because when they, these guys are doing these comedy shows and I've seen video of it and check them out. If they if anybody's coming around, any comedian's coming around and they're doing a drive-in show, go see them. It's, it, it's cool. I mean, I've seen videos. You can get out of your car. You can, you know, you social distance a little bit. And you... <clears throat> anyways. So this guy Hollingshead said he first conceived the drive-in as the answer to a problem. His mother was, <laughs> this is what it says on the thing, how shall I say it, rather large for indoor theater seats. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Jim Cop says that in the United Drive-In Theaters Owners Association of uh, National History. So he stuck her... In a car and put a 1928 projector on the hood of the car and tied two sheets to trees in his in his yard. This is that's a sweet story. Hey, he's, you know, trying to take his mom to the <laughs> to the movies. Holly said experimented for a few years before he created a ramp system for cars to park 
at different heights. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm, I, all right, now, I have been to drive-in movie theaters. But, the th- yeah, it's a thing. So they have a, you know, it's like seats. Like seats in a theater. You got to have them. You can't just have everybody just kind of behind stuff, right? Um. Oh, what's it doing? <coughs> this web page was reloaded because of problem. Oh, get the, come on. Um, drive-in started. <clears throat> okay, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. So the second drive-in, it kept saying, oh, we have an error occurred. But yeah, so basically this dude took his mom out. He patented a concept in May 1933 and opened the gates to his theater the next month. So he built a whole system thing. But people could park their cars and uh, look around. All right. The second drive-in, Shank Weilers, started a year later in Orfields? Orfields, Pennsylvania. Hmm. I know where that is. A few others followed, but the concept didn't really get traction until the advent of in-car speakers. Tuesday, Friday, happy days, Wednesday. Pr- All right. Um... In the early 40s, but by 1958, the number of drive-ins peaked at 4,063. Was that is that a really an accurate number? Yeah, there's 4,063 drive-ins in the country. How do you know that? I fucking I've been to all of them. It's 4,063. I'm a divorcee. What else do I have to do? Uh, I don't. I'm just imagining the guy who wouldn't go and count them all. Uh, drive-ins really started to take off in the 50s. Uh, this guy, Cop, K-O-P-P. They offered family entertainment. People could sit in their cars. They could bring their babies. They could smoke. You could smoke back in the theaters, back in the... Uh, shit. Whatever. Drive-ins offer more flex- flexibility than indoor theaters. Okay, I got you. The indoor theaters were more flexible about scheduling... However, and could show one film five or six times a day instead of only at night, right? Because you can show a movie in the middle of the day, drive-in, and be like, fuck, I can't. I can't see Flash Gordon and Emperor Ming. So to sell as many tickets as possible, movie studios sent their first runs to the indoor theaters. So drive-ins were left to show B-movies and eventually, oh, X-rated movies. At a drive-in? <laughs> Ugh. That's, I don't, what? I don't, mm-mm. Uh, actually, and being naughty helps some drive-ins survive. <laughs> Dee Vogel, owner of the Benji's Drive-In in near Baltimore, Maryland, said the price of land is the real reason many drive-ins folded. <clears throat> yeah. It's all about real estate, man. People would build on the outskirts of town, and the towns would grow. Right? Okay. That happens. It's like uh, Marty McFly's neighborhood. Remember? Back to the future. He's living there, but then it's like, you know. Combine that with the fact that so many drive-ins were mom-and-pop businesses. Businesses. That few descendants chose to continue running. Yeah, I can't say I blame them. 
You gonna work at the drive-in until the day you die? Uh, fuck no. I'm gonna move away from here and actually become an accountant. I don't know. I, that was the first thing that popped in my head. The results were a stinking number of drive-ins throughout the country. There's not enough income in it or else you'd see AMC or others getting drive-ins. It's hard-earned money. I, you know, I, I, and I can see that. But this is the thing. This is what I'm saying now. You can't go sit in a goddamn movie theater. I don't want to sit in a movie theater. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I have no desire to go and sit. I don't care if it's six feet. I don't care if it's eight feet. I don't care if it's ten feet. I don't want to sit in an enclosed theater with fucking anyone. If it was me, my wife, my son, and we were the only ones in there, okay, I take it. I take it. But I'm not going to sit there and do, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And if you are one of these people who are like, just go do it. Just, yeah, you're a fucking moron. Woo! Tirade today, huh? All right. Well, it's episode 13. So, you know, it's got to be something, right? Anyways, today some 400 drive-ins remain in the United States, a number that has not changed much in the past five years. Another 100 drive-ins exist outside the United States, mainly in Canada. I've actually been to a drive-in in Canada. And Australia. Woo! Well, way to go out there, right there, uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Cops said the concept is suddenly becoming popular in China. Hmm. Well, I don't know how to... I don't even know how to address that. <laughs> More than 75% of the drivers in this country are privately owned small businesses, businesses, according to the National Association of Theater Owners. There's an association? Wow, their convention must be crazy. I'm like, yeah, come to Vegas Watch movies all day. Huh. I, okay. I know. I do. I need to go. I know. I need to get going. But I, I think it's cool that what one of the things that with all this has been going on is that I think it's cool that I've also seen where people are doing concerts in drive-in theaters. I've seen people where obviously comedians are doing shows in, in drive-in theaters. And I think it's great. And you know, to be using something that for a long time, you know, you know, when we could, we could be kind of, you know, packed into a theater and, you know, watching Star Wars or what the fuck ever. You know, it was great. It was a great thing. But we we can't. We can't now. So I, I think it's cool that, that people, one, I think it's cool that entertainers, and I'm, and I'm saying comedians, musicians, uh whatever they're they're all trying to find a way to do it and that's a great way to do it i mean don't get me wrong it's been hot as balls out and i'm i would not want to be a comedian going out in 98 degree heat standing on a big stage with lights on me and uh trying to make people laugh that are you know 100 yards away from me but the people that are i give them kudos i definitely do and to all the musicians and the band, stuff like that, keep doing what you're doing, man. That's awesome. I, I love it. And so, um, I guess that's it. I don't know. I This is my episode 13. I'm just trying to bang one out here. I know. People are like, what? What? Are you just giving us chin music? No. I wanted to brand a little bit about these freaking meme people. Stop it. Meme. Meme. M-E-M-E. Stop it. Stop. 
Uh, movies meal kit. Somebody order one and tell me how it is. Do not send it to me. I don't. I don't want a free one. I'm not asking Kevin Smith to send me a free one. I'm just saying I want somebody to order one and tell me how it is, and I'll try to have you as a guest on the podcast. Um, and uh, thanks so much for listening. We, we got a bunch of stuff coming up for you for you guys, and uh, support your local charities, um, especially uh, Feeding America, No Kids Hungry. Those those go directly into your community make sure you support those wounded warrior project obviously i know i always support them but and that's national that's you know wherever anywhere in the country just wounded warrior project always a good thing especially in this day and age so um thank you so much for listening to the the johnny podcast and i'm gonna i'm gonna get out of here i'm gonna go do some things 44 yeah i'm good i'm good (laughs) <laughs> I hope you had fun and uh, yeah so I'm going to talk to you soon and I, I like I said I got, got some good stuff coming up and uh, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, we'll talk soon alright guys thank you for listening to the Johnny Podcast I'll talk to you soon alright